This week on the Bamfcast, your brother was a big bag of dung and too dumb to live anyway. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the Bamfcast. Hey, hey, hey Bamfcast. Bamf Episode 594. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so many. Like Nintendo 64, that has a four in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Plus 53. Sure. Sure. 530. 530, yeah, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Math. Not our strong suit. Okay. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. Uh, I'm BJ. And what we do do every episode of the Bathcast is we go to watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Then we come in here and talk about it. Then they get ratings. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one-five jocks and Robot Jocks. Robot Jocks. Which is musical for some reason. However, there are bad, bad releases, and stay away. They get a negative audience scale, one of five bags, and some giant bags of trash. Ooh, that's so gross. Exhausting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as we work our way through the backlog of uh, crap, <laughs> 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 I, don't, I don't know how else to say it. I mean, it is look, time to Roth Rock you. That's, it is, yeah. That's all there yeah. is to it. This, the queen is here to Roth Rock you. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we get into all that, just uh, want to let you know, listen to the end of the episode. Uh, this episode, we have an announcement to make, yeah. and um, we'll tell you all about it Yeah, that's at the end. foreshadowing. It's like Chekhov's gun. But first, let me tell you about Casper Mattresses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have no. you ever wanted to sleep better and longer and from out of a Try box? Right. discount yeah. code, <laughs> fuck you. Do you want a mattress that comes at you like a coiled snake when you open the box <laughs> get yourself a Casper mattress you know why it's so comfortable it contains the soul of one dead child <laughs> Casper mattress he's friendly but he'll help you sleep yep. anyway yeah. offer code yeah. Rothrock will get you negative 12% <laughs> off of your mattress so you will pay 12% more and that money will go directly to us right yeah. Casper.com slash Rothrock. Sleep in your Casper on your MeUndies. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot about MeUndies. And I'm wearing MeUndies But first, today, actually. drink your AG1 active greens. Oh, God. You lost me Veggie now. powder shit. This is when I turn podcasts off. I yeah. Think. Okay. Uh, well, we're not you can turn this podcast off yeah, and play we're... Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah. No, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> we're not sponsored by any of these fucks. And don't I can say any, that. Don't use any of those yeah, products, I promise yeah. you. They're all terrible. Yeah. Get $10 of free bets at gamblingkings.com. <laughs> also, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-I-don't-like-to-gamble-anymore. That's mm-hmm. what I love is, is all the ones that have gambling ads, and then like there's a longer disclaimer about gambling and who you yeah. should call yeah. if you have a gambling problem. If you have a gambling call, problem, call 7 or 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> call me. I'll take that action. Anyway, uh, Cynthia Rothrock. Yes. Sworn to Justice from 1996. Mm-hmm. We watched it. That is correct. We did, in fact, watch it. Uh, there are some other people in it of note. Uh, I mean, there Mako. Are a couple. Yeah, Mako's back. He's again. back. Second week Se- in a row. Yeah, it's two, two Mako's, Mako's in a row. I Mako will note, row. this is also from one of the writers of last week's movie. Well, there you go. Which yeah. was under that one. I forgot the name already. Uh, Red Sun Rising. Yeah, that one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That one. Um, who else in it? Uh, uh, Dawson's mom is in it. Uh, Mary sure. Margaret Hume. Uh, I'm just saying she's somebody you might recognize from a couple things. Uh, uh, also, a couple one scene actors. Uh, you've got Brad Dorif showing up as yeah. a guy. Yeah, on th- trial. It, it's weird because like his his case has been is muttered about in the background of this movie for a while, and then when he shows up, it's almost like. 
oh hey it's finally that guy and yeah. it's creepy guy brad dorif and it's right. just like okay i mean yeah. good get i guess yeah <laughs> and also walter koenig isn't it yep and he's just like what accent is he doing i think he's it's not supposed really to be doing the russian german one. austrian Boy, he's doing yeah. all of the accents. at first yeah. i thought he was just straight up checkoffing and, and i was like well that's weird and that's not your actual we all know that's not your actual yeah. accent at this point. He doesn't spend too long in any particular no. way. No. I think it was just like, uh, oh, I'm a professor of psychology. Oh, yes, I will do my bad Freud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, two things. Uh-huh. One, the plot of this movie is that uh, this woman's sister and nephew. nephew are killed in her home. Yeah, she com- I mean, she's coming she home from something. It. Yeah, Yeah, but... Somehow, in the process of this, she gets psychic powers and becomes and, and yeah, I mean, slowing down a little bit. She comes home, murdered body. She's like, yeah. "Oh, well, woe no, is I, me." Yeah, I just want to get through the, yeah, sure, the, sure. a little okay. bit of the All plot right. because right. I have two things to say about the plot. You know, so she gets psychic powers somehow mm-hmm. by hitting by her head, on hitting her head, escaping yeah. from the killers, mm-hmm. and then becomes a vigilante who is also a lawyer. Well, not really a lawyer, a criminal psychologist right. witness. Yeah, like the expert testimonial person they call. Yes. Who uses both of these to try and solve the murder of her of her sister? Uh-huh. The other thing is, this movie's batshit, man. It, this movie's fucking crazy. It, it is. Especially for a Cynthia Rothrock joint. Yes. Normally, normally Rothrock joints are straightforward. There's like... There's kicking, there are outfits, there are, there's more kicking, and then even more kicking. Yeah. And then and, a final outfit and, and final kicking. Yeah, and she squares off against some dude who actually knows martial arts at the end, right. and you have a longer fight. Right. This is... I think at some point, I think it was, all right, there's other things that should probably just right off the bat, let's just get it out of here. Yeah. This is, uh, for whatever reason, this is like sexy Cynthia Rothrock movie time. It is like cleavage galore short short skirts and then eventually straight up nudity it's like if rothrock just made a skinamax movie yeah kind of yeah and i think it was towards and the second version of the of the softcore porting that goes on for way too long when yeah. i was like this is basically the room version of a cynthia rothrock movie yeah, where it's it kind just... of is and it's not sedarisy at all no. no so we'll we'll get that out of the way it's not like action lady does sexy scenes and it's like kind of wink wink nudge nudge no this is like if you're thinking sex scenes, you're thinking more like the room, just like you said, yeah, where yeah. it's like eh, there's eh. no navel humping, but <laughs> yeah, right. it is. The music is even eerily similar. Like I don't know how to I don't know how to describe the music for the sex scenes in the room, but you guys have seen it. You know what it mm-hmm. sounds like. You know that it sounds wrong. Track. It sounds wrong, and it sounds <laughs> wrong in this. Yeah, um, but this is a this is according to the internet the first time that uh, Cynthia Rothrock did love scenes um, in any movie. Apparently. So they're like, yeah. well, let's get two for the price of one, I guess. Sure. Um, I guess. I mean... But, but they also, like, just... Ham it up? Her Well, her outfits are just, like, not right. You know? Like, they're like the outfits that the chicks put on in porn before they take the outfits off. Right. So the first... <laughs> we're, we're completely bypassing the plot, but mm-hmm. these yeah. things need to be said. So... When she comes home for the first time after her sister and nephew have been murdered in her house, she comes home to the house and she's wearing this 
I don't know how to describe the outfit, but it's got like it would be low cut, but it's got a bunch of like pieces of fabric that go up to like a choker thing on her neck. It's way too sexy to be going home to the house where your family members were murdered yeah. in. Yeah. I mean, it's it's basically most of the outfits she wears are like everyday, you know, yoga instructor gets a deep dicking mm-hmm. by random guy porn outfits. I'm okay, just saying like, but this was like, you know, like the, the legal counsel comes home and yeah, it's just it's, like, it's like, you know, I mean, you know, I'm just you've saying, got like, business casual right. on Friday. She's got business sexy yes. like every day. Yeah. Right. Right. It, is, is what her outfits are. They're business, yeah. sexy. business, sexual. Yeah. yeah. It's, yep. it's weird. It's so yeah. weird. I'm just saying like most of it are like, okay, well that's just kind of, you know, I mean, I'm, Whatever. I mean, I don't want to say like slutty clothing, but there is a difference between like provocative they, clothing and then like just right. bordering on like okay, that's almost like tearaway pants for the porn industry. We'll, there, we'll say this: not there's work appropriate. Right. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with being slutty. Yes, we'll that's, say that. That's what I'm, yeah. I'm not shaming in that way. That said, this clothing is a little bit slutty. Yeah. Well, it's just like, yeah. There's nothing wrong with being sexy, but like being sexy at a funeral is wrong. <laughs> like th- that's how this right. whole thing feels. Where it's just like. No, you shouldn't be wearing that right now. Like it doesn't it like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And it's not like we're like, oh no, we don't like sexy stuff. We're like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like where you are, what you're wearing doesn't make sense. For the record, if you've watched five hundred and ninety three episodes and you don't know that we're into sexy babes. <laughs> we're into sexy babes. And I guess maybe it's just like we're just not and also it's like Cynthia Rothrock. It's like your sister getting all glammed <laughs> up and sexy. You're like no, she's not supposed to be like that's not I would like, like to even say, though your sister is allowed to and she should, you just you look at it, you're like, no, that's not right. It's not no, this is not the, the Cynthia Rothrock I know. I will agree with your final statement there, but it's pretty hot. Yeah, I mean yeah, I was gonna that's, say, that's the problem is I, I've been on the also, internet today. I think I don't think the world has a problem with what you just said in the first part well, either. I mean so. not the I know, but okay, yes. not the sister stuff, but the <laughs> Cynthia Rothrock because of how Cynthia Rothrock has been presented to us through her entire career. Sure. This is like, whoa, what's going on with Cynthia it's, Rothrock? Here? It is bracing. It would be, yeah. uh, look, I am not wishing, I, I hope that like somehow us saying like, oh, wow, Cynthia looks really good in this movie and stuff like we didn't somehow physically made it. Like, I feel, I feel guilty watching this movie. I was like, we made it happen. We by, couldn't have. I know. It happened in 1996. I understand this. I know we didn't make this happen. This isn't like tweeting people and stuff like that. But I, it, this is, this feels as weird and wrong. And I am not saying neither person is not attractive, right. yeah. but this feels as weird and wrong. If like you suddenly found out like Michelle Yeoh made a soft core porn movie and you're just yeah. like. She did, and also why? And yeah, uh, no, like you know, I'm gonna go watch that if it well, exists. Uh, yes, yeah, so you understand what I'm okay. Maybe I'm, I know exactly what yeah. you mean, though. Like, she's like, no, that's that's ass kicker galore. Like she's the lady I'm calling on the team. I'm not hitting on her because she could mm-hmm. kill me with her pinky. You know, like I, yeah. that kind of scares me. I'm sorry, like you know, just a little bit. Yeah, but but this this is just it's it's weird. Yeah. All right. This is the weirdest is, Cynthia Rothrock movie unusual. we've watched. Well, and not just for that reason. Yeah. Also because she's a weird psychic and the tone of this movie is all over the place. Yes. Like, oh my God. This is Dead Zone Batman. A plus <laughs> wacky hijinks. Well, and, that too, yeah. And the, and the room's love scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- this is one of those movies that tonally has no idea what it wants to be. And that will come forth very yeah. soon so, so as backing we discuss up, let's, let's discuss how she gets her power so she comes yeah. home finds sister and she nephew gets, murder yeah i, I um, mean this movie starts right with oh this. yeah like, like, I mean, like there is no hesitation yeah we were just like i mean like we normally do we're like oh, okay credits and stuff is like oh is that a volvo she's driving and she's like do 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 oh she's home and you you see like lights go off and i you know 
as we always do, we're like, uh, we're going to try to guess the plot. I'm like, I think it's a red herring surprise party. Like, you you know, yeah. you sense danger because Cynthia Rothbach, but she's going to open the door and surprise, happy, whatever. I was on board for that. Yeah, but no. It's, Until it was too late yeah, to be on board no, for that. Yeah, it was it was a surprise party, but not the kind you want. Um, I mean, there yes. were multiple people there. Some of them yeah. just weren't alive. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a surprise your sister is dead party. Right. Um, <laughs> the worst type of party. <laughs> a surprise wake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh no no uh, no uh, but yeah she comes home like finds dead nephews then sees sister somehow it was like like literally in the middle of the floor like somehow she found dead nephew was like kind of behind a house plant (laughs) first and then like well she noticed the she noticed that there was a a house plant that was uh awry that was knocked over so maybe she was looking at all the rest of the house plants And, and nephew's just straight up dead but she picks up sister and she gets like a make it stop something something you know death rattle um and then Mm -hmm. the guys in uh you know hosiery come out i mean they got like you know pantyhose oh is that the guy that's saying that yeah um i always just call it like the the been caught stealing (laughs) sure disguise yeah but yes, uh, I think three of them come out with that on, and one guy's just like, "I don't care. I'm, you know, I, yeah. I'm not putting those legs on my face." Um, no, and uh, <laughs> it's a penny hose. Yeah. Yes, yeah, but he's just like, "No witnesses. I don't care." And yeah, and uh, they, uh, they're she beats, she goes back and forth beating them up with them kind of overpowering her because there's four of them. Well, it's funny because they keep they keep picking her up and then so she's able to do like the, oh, well, you're holding me so I could do fancy kicks that I couldn't mm-hmm. do normally from gravity. To She does it so many times that I was like, I was like expecting the guys to be like, stop picking her up so she can kick us. Yeah. <laughs> and she also has heels on yeah. and man, she like, she gets one guy in the thigh. Oh yeah, she's still And him. one guy in the foot. Yeah. yeah. But um, so, yeah, she, she eventually but, is kind of getting her ass kicked and has to basically defenestrate herself. Yeah, Ow. but well, also, I'll just mention the editing is for a Cynthia Rothrock movie. They're editing around it as if she can't fight, so I can only assume that the stuntmen that she's fighting suck, mm-hmm. because it's like that scene especially is just like edited to shit, it, and it and it's not nothing's cohesive and it's really I, frustrating to watch. It's it's one of those movies it mildly suffers from the nineties flash editing. Yeah. And I don't know what else to call it, but that like, Oh, we're going to see the same thing. Like, you know, style of bullshit. Um, a little of that. MTV but it also thing. calms down. It, it, later I mean, it's, on, it, so it's it, not the it, worst. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen examples that are just, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. I, I adore the movie hackers, but the way that movie is edited can eat a dick. You know, like I have to say, like that movie makes me <laughs> happy because of how stupid it is. But like overall, like that style yeah. of editing. Ugh. A little sickening. Yeah. Counterpoint. Hackers still rules. It does. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, all of the good outweighs that. Ed yeah. Flaw. Agreed. But yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, she has to defenestrate herself out the window. He conveniently shoots the door first, the sliding glass door, so she can dive through it. Mm-hmm. And then because she's above, basically she's on like a cliffside. Yeah. It's like one of those stilt houses in California. Yeah. And she hits the railing and uh, does the jump for the bushes thing. <laughs> As she jumps off of the roof because the guys are shooting at her, and then basically proceeds to hot rod down the mountainside. Like, just, yeah, well, you know. she she hits the tree, 
and she's going down, and they very clearly show her head smack like two branches yep. as she goes down. Yeah, she only hit two branches of, of the ugly tree. <laughs> yeah, and then kidding, and, and, and yes, at all. and then she hot rods down the hill. Yeah, it's just, it goes along just... a little too long, and yeah. And isn't is this where she has her first psychic flash? Yeah, yes. she, she well she she's holding picked, a yeah she picked up this like Victorian brooch, brooch thing she picked up of her uh, yeah, um, and then she's kind of like passed out with that clutched in her hand. So I think as she's starting to pass out she's getting her first dead zone flash where mm-hmm. she's seeing the murder happen from the from the pendant right but yeah. she's also going unconscious so i think she just wakes up the next day or somewhere we don't we her. don't they don't really wake up they just deliver her to the house in yeah the it, it's, it's her boss driving her to the house and she's like thanks for for doing this for me oh yeah they probably just been from the funeral because she's all wrapped up like she's just been to sexy funeral time i mean oh, she, she's got could, the it could yeah yeah she's got the little whatever sad yeah. veil on yeah yeah i didn't even realize, though even yeah. though it's colorful it's not black <laughs> it's like you should probably go yeah. with the black one if you're in mourning but anywho she's not exactly known for her uh proper attire Understood. throughout yeah but yeah she gets dropped off and goes back in the house and that's when the this is when we meet the the creepy detective well, guy who keeps showing up also she comes back in and there's still the the outlines of the bodies on the right. floor yeah they've like duct taped outlined them <laughs> yeah. onto the ground like electrical tape or yeah. something yeah it's very yeah. weird and why would they still be there i don't know yeah well the detective shows up and be like this is technically still a crime scene she's like it's my house you've had it for two weeks get out and he gives her back the brooch and mm-hmm. yada 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 but he yeah. just walks in the fucking door like he owns the place yeah i hate that well, I mean, well, she hates it too. She calls him out on it. Man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as he said, I I don't think anyone was supposed to still be there. She just was like, "Enough is enough. I'm sure. going home." But yeah. whatever. I want I my house back. Maybe still. And not. he's like, "You know, this is still an active crime scene." And yeah. it's like two weeks later. What's your fucking problem? Right. But yeah, I think, and then she just basically like gets homesick or bored or whatever. It's like I just need to go back to work. Yeah, and she's. Yeah. I mean, the I tape is still there from yeah. her her dead sister, so. Uh, but yeah, she goes back to work where uh, this is where the boss that dropped her off earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. That's a let's get let's just get her character out of the way. Is because like this whole movie like sets people up like they all have ulterior dark motives, um, and this this is no exception because this lady is shown following her multiple times throughout the movie, yeah. like at dark, and like especially spying on her, uh, macking on the dude she's about to meet because she meets a you know, sexy lawyer dude who, you know, the media is just like, oh, you, and oh, you, and... Oh, they, uh, so when they, when they go to shake hands, they, uh, shock each other, because mm-hmm. I guess the guy's been dragging his feet across the carpet or it's something. It's electric. Boogie. Yeah. And, yeah, but she's, in addition to the just weird stuff that she goes out of her way to do, she also, most of the time, is just giving suspicious looks to things, and... Mm-hmm. Like her stage direction was just be suspicious of everything yeah. and be just act like you've got something going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, could just we can wrap up her storyline. She follows her around for a while and then eventually uh, it doesn't really matter. But she's like, oh, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to go get your car, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, someone has done the old, you know, mafia special in the car. Oh, and yeah. Blows, blows up her boss, which somehow like. Blows her out of the car with the door still closed. Oh no, she was unlocking <laughs> when the door. she put the key oh, in. Oh, okay. I thought it was in yeah. the ignition. Okay, that she put the no. key in the door and makes then it a exploded. lot yeah. more sense. Yeah. Okay, all right, but yes. Which also is we see it because uh, she psychically sees it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got, she's got yeah. her purse or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah. So that's how Cynthia Roth. 
so that's how Cynthia Rothrock's powers sort of work is she touches an item and then she gets a psychic flash. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's at that point in the movie, she is holding her boss's purse. Yeah. Because she is hiding from yeah. her boyfriend. But I'm just saying we can wrap up her entire storyline because she's been creepily following her multiple times throughout this movie. And then she gets blown up by, you know, someone that was trying to kill Cynthia Rothrock. And then she's just like, I was jealous. And she's like, oh, you, you love the sexy lawyer guy too. And she's like, no, I loved you. And it's like, well, okay. Shocker. It was a secret lesbian plot point. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I guess that was a thing. Shocking 1996. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we, you know, we loved our, using our, LGBT folks is just like tragedies back mm. in the nineties mm-hmm. and I see. early two thousands. Yeah, I'm just saying that's her. That's her entire storyline is that she's just a red herring. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's a redheaded red herring. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah, she yeah. she looks like redheaded baby New Earth, and I kind of dig her. But I'm just saying her character's entire plot line is that she's just lurking in the background, and it turns out she was just jealous. And yeah, that's all. Yeah, we thought she was jealous of the boyfriend, but it nope. was jealous of her. So anyway, that's so everybody her. pretty much acts like they're a bad guy, like they're on team bad. Well, even the in this movie. I just said she meets sexy lawyer guy. He comes walking in. Uh, also, when <laughs> they have another thing, like the first couple times they meet, she is holding candy, and then just like proceeds to like Wah! like Kathy or something and just drop the candy everywhere. <laughs> and, <laughs> All right, for the children out there, <laughs> Kathy was a comic strip that was popular. In the 90s. Not uh, even. Sorry. Like earlier than that. Yeah. 70s, 80s. Hey. I, yeah. I apologize, yeah. okay? And she would go ack a yeah, lot. Yeah, go ack and she would. blah. Freak out. Stuff. But if I'm you just, have a yeah. tattoo of Kathy, you should email the, the BAMFcast. <laughs> if you know. have one of Ziggy, too, I would yeah. like to see that as well. If you have Not a tattoo does. of Kathy, that thing's wrinkly by now. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. You, a, you need to get it touched up. B, you need to send yeah. it. <laughs> that thing is all fuzzy now. It's a little... Uh, yeah. It's been a while for old Kathy. <laughs> Anywho, sorry for the old man reference there, but yeah. just they, they do this dumb sight gag where whenever they yeah. first meet... Let me she's... show you my Lockhorns tattoo, by the way. <laughs> get a nice Dagwood sandwich. <laughs> Old Beetle Bailey's yeah. up to it again. <laughs> um, anywho, but yes, every time this guy shows up, she's like holding M&Ms and something and just goes, blah, and like throws them everywhere. It's yeah. just another one of the dumb, dumb, dumb things in this movie. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it Again, this movie doesn't really know what it wants to no, be. No, it doesn't. And uh, the vigilante part comes in because eventually she's just, uh, this is before she has started her relationship with Lawyer Guy. Yeah, she just um, met him and yeah. like, oh, I gotta go someplace. Yeah, she just goes to the convenience store because she needs something. Yeah, and who doesn't uh, need to hit a bodega once in a while? Yeah, and she picks it. And there's a hat sitting on the counter, and she picks up the hat, and it's the store owner's hat. Oh, it's and, a bodega hat. Yeah, and he's being a oh, bodega hat. My God, <laughs> you son of a bitch! Uh, but <laughs> she has a psychic vision of him with a gun to his head, and she's like, oh my God! And then suddenly, as she picks up the phone to dial it, somebody comes out and gets a gun on her. And they take her into the back room where the scene that she has just had a a psychic vision of is happening right there. And this scene, oh, this is when it was like, well, I don't know what kind of movie we were making before, but turn on the wacky meter now. Yeah. Uh, For this one scene. Yeah. We proceed to have a, a better shot fight scene than the first one, because at least they show some things. Mm-hmm. But it's still a lot of have her throw the punch and then cut to the guy flopping around after the hit. There is one guy that is, he does it twice in this fight scene. He stone-cold Steve Austin's after receiving 
or I'm sorry, he the rock after receiving a stone cold Steve Austin the stunner. He does that move where he like flips himself up so that he's on his own head and then flops over like he's yeah. just yeah. super he gets, overselling it's the a, move. It's a huge wrestling flop. Yeah. Think yeah. like if you're if you don't know wrestling, think like Ric Flair or all those yeah. gifts of of the rock falling over and flailing like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's that kind of thing. But also we get wacky sound effects in this. Yep. Yes. One guy gets a lion roar when he screams at Cynthia Rothrock. Um, uh, one guy gets the elephant trumpet. One, yeah, when she steps on his toe, yeah. he uh, he does the elephant trumpet. And I think there's a slide whistle snuck in there, too. Probably. Somewhere. There's a lot of like cartoon sound effects in this yeah. one. Also, the guy in the background, who, you know, who is an Asian fellow, is like sometimes excitedly talking in his native language with subtitles and then sometimes he's just saying things like holy cannoli and it's like putting chinese subtitles yeah, like on cantonese it. subtitles yeah, and on the it's screen. just like uh all right <laughs> it's so weird it's such a bizarre tone shift in the middle of this like and yeah. nothing else in this movie nope. matches this that. is almost like keep a in mind, batman this is... 66 fight scene i'm yeah, just saying like right. it's a lot yeah. it's, it's it's just bonks and zoos and, the, and keep in mind this is that. a movie that started out with cynthia rothrock walking into her own home and finding dead family members crying over them and then being attacked mid-cry well, it's a lot like and Batman now 66, we're actually not yeah, about yeah it. and yeah. now we're in a fight scene where wait a minute <laughs> they have elephant <laughs> trumpets Batman movie? <laughs> and zoinks you know and some guy commenting on the side like the like a little cousin or something you know yeah. it's i'm just saying at some point in time weird. if you think about it the origin story of batman 66 is he still watched his parents die and it still turned into that reality so yeah 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 you're not wrong there either yeah, yeah it, it's just it's it's weird but anyway, she beats the hell out of them, saves the guy. She does She does do a cool move with duct tape. Because she, she grabs a thing of duct tape and yanks it out and is able to like do the do the submission moves and like gets it around the one guy's wrist and yeah. wraps him up. And then the other guy attacks and she's able to like slide it over and then wrap that guy yeah, up. She just kind of human centipedes them like, yeah. with the duct tape. But, I mean, that, not, not quite human I mean, centipedes. one guy's head was right to, to the one guy's ass. That yeah. was the and, joke at the end. And and that's just that's like right. one we of those... You get a fart noise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. but it is one of those moves. Like, I haven't seen that anywhere else. Yeah. Where somebody has just grabbed duct tape and used that to basically subdue yeah. their attackers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll cool. see it with, like, a, a rope or something. Yeah. You know, or like a like a chain. But it's it's a good touch. Yeah. There's, there is some good shit in this movie. I know. It's so bizarre. But yeah, but so that scene ends. And then, you know, the, from this point on, whenever they talk about the news, they're going to talk about like, oh, oh, there's a ca- the California vigilante mm-hmm. is out doing the Santa something. Marta vigilante, Santa Marta yeah. vigilante. Yeah, I guess they're in Santa Marta, California. Mm-hmm. I don't... Yeah, but uh, they're in L.A. That's also... Spanish for St. Marta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. What name did you say? <laughs> Marta. Oh, never mind. Oh, the Atlanta Rapid Transit System. Yes. Okay. It's, it's my safe word. Yes. Um, also, at some point around now is when she goes to visit uh, Walter Koenig and is like, hey, you need to test to see if I'm psychic. And apparently she fails all the tests. Yeah. <laughs> but he says. Like, like he almost like, failed on purpose or something, right? Yeah. Is that what she, it is? Well, he, he She says, wasn't buying into it, so it wasn't working. Yeah. He says, like, either psychics either score the worst or... Or the best on this test. Like, if you're in the middle of the road, you're not psychic. If you score really low, it's because you're resisting it. If you score really high, it's because you're, like, zenned out on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So... I just realized it's the same reasoning from Edge of the Spider-Verse, where you, like, got 100% wrong, and you're like, that means you knew all the answers. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, yeah, th- I mean. But the it, tests that they're showing her are just the dumbest shit. Yeah, and they've got like, like, oh, pick the ball from under the cups. Well, some of it's like the Bill Murray from Ghostbusters stuff, where it's just like it's a circle of square, <laughs> maybe yeah, mm-hmm. with the with the playing cards yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's and just her comedically getting all of it wrong. Yeah, and you're sort of like when she's doing the tests, it's sort of like implied that she's about to get them right. I don't know why. It's just like I just got the impression that she was supposed to be getting them right, um, but then like. Like I said, all the all the test scores were wrong, and then she runs into Loverboy, as well. Isn't that where she runs into Loverboy? Is coming out of of this meeting? I think so. Yes. Um, and drops some more. It drops candy. some more candy. Yeah. Yeah. That whole psychic testing scene completely unnecessary. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. That was just like does Ken- Walter Koenig said yes for some reason, and you know and like, we got to figure out how to get yeah. him in here. They probably wanted him to be the cop, the undercover cop guy, and then they he didn't say yes for a while so they were like ah shit yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. also he's not available for as long as we need that guy right. mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah so from here uh there's there's a meeting she has with or not a meeting but like a, a public event where it's dan the man or dan Themen, yes who, dan. Is, who is running for <laughs> dan quote-unquote Themen, the da running for uh for uh, mayor, mayor? It's mayor yeah yeah, yeah. And so the, I guess the assistant DA is there, which is this lady that uh, Rothrock has been testifying against. And mm-hmm. then the lawyer for, it eventually turns out to be Brad Dorif, but we don't know that. But right. they're just arguing about how she was the expert witness for this case. And she was saying how it was, you know, it was childhood trauma, you know, the usual thing. But back then we were like, oh, that's no excuse. And so the the assistant DA is yelling at her that, that she's going to get a guilty guy out of jail just because he was abused as a kid. And then the other lawyer is like, Hey, you know, we really need to juice up how bad it was for him as a kid, you know? And she's like, I'm not going to do that, but you know, right. There's a whole thing. It's like, it's setting up all this stuff, but her storming out of the party is what causes boyfriend to follow out and then become boyfriend. Because I guess they go straight to his place I think so. I yeah. There's a scene and... that's deleted because doesn't he like? Isn't this when he's like, "Oh, sorry, I spilled wine on your clothes" or something like that? Yeah, oh, yeah that never right. happened. Yeah, and, and she's wearing a completely different outfit as right. well. But yeah, one of them spilled wine on on. Maybe think, they both I, spilled wine on I each think other. It's just I don't poor know. editing. I think it's from a different day yeah. or night or yeah. whatever. But either way, this is this is her checking out his pad, where. This man is full ass weeb. He's a like, fucking he, weeb and a half. He's nineties, like seriously into Japan weeb though. He's he's a he's sword not anime. guy. He's a sword guy. He's a fucking yeah. sword guy. He's got like the swords on the thing, and then he's got like a little action figure that she breaks the arm off yep. of by accident. He's got a Tengu mask. Yeah, he's got a gigantic Tengu mask up above like the fireplace. We know what a Tengu mask is though, so we should we should tread carefully. I've played Neo. I know what a Tengu is, but anyway. Uh, what? Yeah, but uh, anyway, uh, he's and he's got like the anime girls as battleship statues along <laughs> yeah. the one wall, and uh, the entire set of the Japanese World War II fleet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, All in, this... in reality, his back wall is, is nothing but like the paper walls that are you know done mural style. I mean, yep. he has like an entire mural yep. done in his back. Yeah, he's 
he's a weeb with money. Let's just say that. Like, oh, yeah, he doesn't yeah. have a silken Goku. It's like it's a <laughs> like it's a silken like kimono or something. Yeah, and yeah. he just walks around the house and yeah, Charlie but, Brown. But then he does like it, their foreplay is basically doing like tai chi and other bullshit. Like yeah, so there's like moves at each other. I don't remember why he knows that she's a martial artist, but or why either of them knows. But this is their their flirting thing, and it's actually. Even though it's weird for a Cynthia Rothrock movie, like we stated, it's pretty hot. Like, yeah, um, that, that, this is the one where it's really like, oh damn, yeah, Cynthia Rothrock is a woman, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, I mean, she's not just like a fighting machine thing. The, the other thing is that it's just this setup is like what you think works when you're twelve. It is. I'm just saying, yeah. like, I mean, because she appeals to me. Well, I, I just mean like he, he's like, <laughs> I, I know, I think, I feel like you, you, you know, some martial arts. I know some martial arts too. And she's like, well, show me some moves. He's like, well, you know, I'm wearing like a business dress and stuff. It's not really. Well, you can just you know take it off. She's like, okay, <laughs> and yeah. just you know yeah. comes back in her lingerie yeah. and is like, check this out. I'm gonna do some splits in the air and stuff. Well, you know, yeah, like that's the dream for, for a understand. fucking line like that to work. I understand. Yeah. I just okay. I mean, yes, you're not wrong, but it's also... Yeah, but yes, the way he ends up kissing her is basically getting her in a half Nelson. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not recommended, but she was into it. Yeah. I guess it'll just be a... It's a half Nelson. And then it leads to a longer sex scene than any of us was expecting. Oh, yeah. Uh, We get full, almost full Rothrock in this scene. Like, it's just shy of being full frontal nudity from from Miss Cynthia. And it's all it's, in a bearskin rug. It yeah. is. Like, he picks her up and shows her ass to us and then sets her down on yeah, the bearskin rug. Yeah, they keep cutting to the window rug. a lot, yeah. which we find out later I, is because the lady is outside yeah. looking mm-hmm. jealously I in. thought he was just going to pick her up and huck her out the window. I thought he was just going to out the window. That'd be hilarious. But I thought he was just going <laughs> to... Man, that'd be a well, hell of a heel turn. Just like honestly, <laughs> we thought all of them were bad guys, yeah. so yeah. it's not... I thought he was just going to go full pressed hams on the window. With yeah, him, yeah uh, put him on the glass. Yeah, put him on the glass. <laughs> exactly. But no, he... Isn't he, that a hockey thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Sir Mix-a-Lot thing, sir. Yeah. All right, okay. Sorry. But no, he gently... Lays her down by the fire and yeah, and rocks her wrath. Sure, <laughs> well said. <laughs> her rough IRA. Oh my god, this fucking movie has <laughs> oh, done man. weird things to us. Yeah, but now they're they're best buds, and <sighs> they're more than best buds. They're yeah. fucking. Yeah, yeah, they're fuck buddies. Best yeah. fuck buddies. Yeah, she goes in, and, and we haven't mentioned Mako, who is like the blind newspaper salesman in her lobby. Yeah. and That's uh, not a euphemism. That's yeah. <laughs> and, in the and lobby of a building. And he's like telling her how, uh, how you know, oh, you, you've, you've entered a you new relationship. You smell like you've been yeah. fucking. <laughs> yeah. You smell like jizz. <laughs> Didn't he even give you a washcloth to clean up? Right. Not even he, a does, wipe. he does mention that she has like a new perfume yeah. and that she's smiling and all this stuff. We're making up the stuff about jizz. It smells like fucking. it smells like Chanel sixty nine. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but but anyway, like he is inconsequential as well. He's just one where it's like, all right, let's just film a bunch of scenes with Mako and the. They're fun in the hallway. Yeah, I mean they're they're kind of more fun than most of it, but I, I like them better than the um, better than the psychic doctor scenes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess at this point is this when we actually actually goes to the trial 
and we have to deal with uh, with Brad Dorif, and she's she's giving testimony, and then she's getting cross examined, and the the assistant DA who had given her shit earlier like throws the knife down on the an unbagged on, murder weapon. Yeah, yeah, just with a little tag on it, like it's at a antique yeah. store. I mean, it's a fucking knife. <laughs> like it's at the fucking yeah. flea market because yeah. it's a it's a flea market ass knife. Yeah, it really is. But she slams it down in there. She's like. You know, did his childhood trauma bring this knife in to stab that cop? You know, and then Cynthia Rothrock picks it up and then has the psychic flashback to see what happened, where it's actually that the man saw the cop as his father and it was manslaughter or whatever, but, you know. Psychics were a big thing in the 90s, weren't they? Yeah. Didn't we have a bunch of psychic shows like that fucking liar on that had a daytime show? Uh, Oh, what, like Miss Cleo? The other one, the white dude, uh, John Edwards, the I see dead people guy. Was it John Edwards? I don't know. I think there was. I mean, there was the guy. like you know, I talked to your dead relatives through you know uh, through the magic of television. One that whatever it is it deduction. It's like you know reasonable. Dedu- there's a word for it where you just ask yeah, yeah, no yeah. questions. It's called you... it's called lying. Well, I understand, yeah. but there's a tactic social for it, deduction. Right? Yeah. Social deduction. Yeah, go. I think AKA lying to grieving people. Yeah, but but the it was big in the '90s, right? Yeah. I, is that why we had... It's going to be know. big again in the future, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't... I, I, yes, and I don't know why it went away, aside from everyone just being like, oh, yeah, that's bullshit. I think we got the internet. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a yeah. lot of the, like, you know... Because, I mean, like, remember growing of up... Of all the jobs the internet took. No, I just... Psychics. psychics. No, I, they were first on the block. Do you not remember, like, growing up, we had a, like... Remember, like, the Time Life Mysteries books where it's, like, he took a coat hanger and pointed it, like, st- at Stonehenge in the shape of one of the symbols and it knocked him out. And there was, like, all that kind of shit. And it's, like, nowadays it's, like, click, click, click. Oh, Snopes, bullshit. Anyway, all right, moving on. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, like, none of that A mystery. grand era of skepticism yeah. was ushered in by the internet. Yeah. Thank you. Having all knowledge at our fingertips was a mistake. <laughs> Those poor psychics. We had more fun, didn't we, when we didn't know shit, when we just wondered. Yeah. I like knowing shit. So oh, do you? Yeah. yeah. Nah. I like knowing shit and being silly, hmm. which is why this podcast is great. Yeah, something like that. But So, yeah. But so she basically goes into this trance, uh, kind of, and then tells them, oh, this is what really happened, and I see that, and the judge, like, declares a mistrial, and... Uh, but she basically like, and and for some reason she ends up in a in an empty room with Brad Dorf. Yeah, she gets one of the bailiffs to let her into the holding room where he is, and I don't think he was established like having been shown as being part of the murder of her sister. Definitely not, no. because I would have recognized Brad. Kind of has you know memorable yeah. eyes, but but in her flashbacks she realizes that he was there that night, but he ran out of the room like mm-hmm. before anyone even attacked her. Yeah, he R U N N O F T. Yeah. And and she's trying to figure out like she's like, what the fuck happened? Like who was who started all this? And you know, he can't really tell her. Yeah, because uh, he was whacked out. Yeah, because right? he's like he's whacked out and he got kicked out, but he's like, You need to go find Eugene. He's the one. It's in Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> and and so and that's the point when she gets kicked out of there because the assistant DA comes like, What the fuck are you doing in here? Kicks her out. Um, also at some point she killed one of the other guys who killed her sister. She did. I don't remember. Like she basically just catches him mugging someone. That's and he, but and... she didn't actually kill that guy. Did she? Oh, oh well, yeah. No. Oh no. She, he, she didn't kill him at the scene. He went back to her, 
his apartment and killed yeah, him there. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, got back right. to the apartment. She followed yeah. him up, snuck in, and is able to, like, he's about to attack her with a chair. Yeah. She's able to slam a door into him, and then he drops the chair, and she kicks him, and he impaled. He gets impaled on the chair. Yep. And then, How did she find that guy? She just ran. She came up on him. He yeah. was just randomly mugging someone. I think so, yeah. He just, he couldn't stop criming, so, you know. But yeah, but but yeah, she kills him, so she knows that he's dead. Right. One down, four to go. Yeah. But then, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I don't remember how she gets to where she finds the other yeah, ones. I mean, she at some point she gets to like the auto shop place. That's like for her big vigilante. Move. Yeah, because because let's let's talk about Eugene real quick. Okay, where he's just this little guy, but apparently he runs shit because there's uh some like some guy running the chop shop and he's like all right here's the deal we're gonna take a big cut of whatever you're making here because we run things in this town well he's like we're gonna run a chop shop through your legitimate auto shop Mm -hmm. um we already know that you're running a chop shop so yeah yeah but we're gonna run through here we're gonna take this amount of money and you're gonna deal with it and then the guy's like no actually uh yeah the guy laughs at chicago yeah this, this ain't yeah. shit. And this, then he this gets ball his ass peen, This ball peen hammer says otherwise. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, little Eugene just like... Kicks the shit out of him. Yeah, he uh, kind of comes out of him like a spider monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he played a ninja turtle. Oh, okay. Eugene did? In one of the early movies. Okay. Early 90s. I believe in Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of I, the Ooze. I see. He was Raphael. Well, I see. He did defenestrate a man in this movie. Yes. Yeah. He kicks that dude out the wind, out like through the office metal... Office window. Yeah. Office window great thing and then like he lights something he heats something up it looks like nail clippers yeah i think it's got it the, like, like you yes. know like the nail file part mm-hmm. of the nail clippers I think that's exactly <laughs> what it is so it, it's not the nail file part it's just the you know how it's got like a handle yeah you, know, you squeeze the handle it's just the handle part that he's flipped out and he rams it heats it up and rams it underneath the guy's fingernail yeah that's fucking ah oh, that sounds awful yeah it really sucks mm-hmm. yeah I mean, they don't show. It's not like they show. They show it the, uh, start to go in, and then they cut away. The, yeah. the all of the response to this is a bit overboard because I mean, like he's also like while he's doing this, he's like, "I'm going to kill your wife and your son and your dog and, and your grandma, and I'm going to fight them all." And then, you know, yeah, and, and then I'm going like, to cut your eyes out yeah, after you've seen. Yeah. Me and do it's just all like this. Uh, you could just give him a chance to say, "Okay, I." Yeah, you just kicked his ass. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let him say yes, yeah. and then yeah. you can threaten him with all the other stuff. Yeah, yeah I just and he just got yeah. I mean, no, nothing against the guy. I'm sure he's a great martial artist, and I probably wouldn't mess with it. But I mean, in a movie like this, and it's not the guy's fault. It's just when you cast somebody like this, it just comes across as like he's got the severe short man's complex. Oh, or yeah. it's just like you know, it's just like I'm gonna kill everybody. Well, yippee, yippee, yippee. What's you know, really weird dog. is they establish him as like this badass yeah. because he just fucking wrecks this giant guy. Yes, and then it pretty much tortures him a second later. And then the next time we see him, we have that that lazy ass cop who had showed up at her house earlier, and he's talked to her a couple other times. Just been like, in hindsight, this scene makes no fucking sense now. Yeah, it really it, it's only it's only to show the heel turn because this cop has been shown as like, oh, her buddy, and, oh, I'm still trying to find those killers. I'm working on it. But even still, like it's it's pu- <laughs> it's pushing the boundaries of of good police work. But it's like he's also yeah. fucking around with. Yeah. Terrible people. Well, so I mean, not, yeah, he shows yeah. up at this place and throws a rock at the light outside. And he's like, Eugene, come out and play. And Eugene comes out with like 30 guys. And then this cop just proceeds to beat the shit out of Eugene. Uh, and he's like, I run this town. I run this area. Like, this is my 
my neck of the woods. Don't forget who's in charge. All that. And all the other guys are just like standing there. They like they're standing around watching him beat up Eugene, who we we've we've established Eugene can kick people's asses, but for some reason like refuses to even do anything to this cop. And the cop like takes him by in a dumpster and beats the shit out of him more. Right. And he's like, Nobody come around here or I'll fucking kill him. And it, it's just yeah, spoiler to the end of the movie, this is the guy they keep talking about. Like the guy he's like they keep painting this like kingpin picture of like there's a guy mm-hmm. above all of these random crimings and stuff and, and we're yeah. like it must be Eugene. Yeah. But no, it's 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 it turns that out, it turns out it's this guy. We're, we also thought it might be the I guess he's not the DA, I guess he'd be the public defender guy. I mean I'm just saying the like, guy running for mayor. Yeah, no no Dan Thiemann. Well Dan Thiemann, but also the bolo tie scummy looking. Oh yeah, guy. the other guy. I'm lawyer, just saying okay. like that guy in hindsight, like he had to be the public defender because the other lady was the DA. So I'm just saying, like, it's yeah. no, he was a he was a he was a paid lawyer because they oh, were talking okay. about how, like, I he see. took that case pro bono. Okay, okay. Um, because there was probably a book deal in it and all okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's presented as like nobody but Cynthia Rothrock is trustworthy. It's like yeah. Clue. Yeah, everybody's a fucking suspect. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even the boyfriend seems like he's like, oh, he's too good to be true. There's something going on there, and right. especially because they keep having this lady look suspiciously at the two of them. Yeah, you're yeah. like, hmm. But no, I mean, this scene literally makes no sense because he comes and beats this guy up who fucking works for him. It turns out, and I'm pretty sure did at this point already. Yeah. Like, I don't. That's the thing. Is like the scene makes maybe me no that's sense why he let his that. let himself maybe get his ass beat because that's his boss, but also. He could kick the shit out of him. I yeah. also was thinking like that he was taking him back behind the dumpster because like there was secretly like I'm gonna act like I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. You play it up, but I'm not yeah. really hitting you. Like I, I don't know. Who it, knows? It, yeah, I, it's, it's weird. I, I, I don't think they knew. I don't know why we we're trying to figure. And it, it out. just and it's also like all it's right, let's job. show the heel turn, even though like the heel turn at the end is should be a surprise or something, right? Yeah. You know, it works. It actually works better without that scene. Yeah. You know, yeah, but I, I don't get it. But. but either way, they show okay, he's a bad guy now. We know that. Uh, meanwhile, Rothrock has sex with that dude again. Yeah, and and they show it to us again. Yeah, this one is less sexy. Yeah, but it's still it's during the day. Yeah, we we get a little a little like they've just come back from playing tennis or some shit. So well, that's how yeah, she's dressed. I mean, sexy yeah, tennis, but yeah. yeah, yeah, probably all swampy. It's probably not good, but anyway, better than nothing. Yeah, and it's also with Cynthia Rothrock. Yeah, so, you, you, know. you got a point. Either way, yeah, another sex scene that goes on a bit too long. Of course. Yeah. And then uh, they're outside on the deck, and he's just like, where you been going all night? You know, and, and she's like, I, you don't need to know anything about that. And he's like, well, you're covered in bruises. I know because I was just fucking you, and I saw him. <laughs> right. And also, here's this box of weird shit that I found. Would yeah. you mind explaining yeah, why the- you have a gun, the murder weapon from a mistrial, and this random cameo, please. Yeah. A candlestick, yeah. a rope, a wrench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were all in your study. Yeah. And he's like, you, you, you what's with this packet of stuff? mustard? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she she promptly breaks up with him because he went through her stuff. She can't trust him anymore. And, yeah. And also, he he's telling her uh, very good advice and she's not listening. Yeah. She's at the irrational Yeah. Point she's of this doing movie. the whole, you don't know my life yeah. thing. And yeah. So they've broken up. Yeah, this is this is what leads to the earlier thing where he is showing up to like with flowers to apologize or whatever, and the boss lady goes and gets blown up by the car. I'm just saying mm-hmm. this is this is what leads to that. Like, oh, I don't want to talk to him. Okay, I'll go get your car and meet yeah. you around back, and that's how she gets blown up. And yeah, yeah man, yada, yada. she gets blasted away from that car. Yeah, because because it's it blows up as she puts her key in, and so they got her half charred body, and yeah, 
And that's when she confesses that she was all about the Rothrock. Speaking of half-charred bodies, there's another one we have to talk yeah, about. Yeah, uh, I guess as retribution, she, she goes and finds Eugene's, uh, I don't know if it's a chop shop or whatever it is, but... I feel like... I think it's the chop shop. I think she did the chop shop first, and this was retribution. Yeah. Because, like, I'm pretty sure... I don't know. It doesn't no, matter. It doesn't I don't, matter. I, no, I think this was before. Okay. Yeah, or, or I'm sorry, this was after her friend got blown up. But Maybe. Whatever, Maybe. but she's, like... She's just been kind of stopping crime and beating dudes up. Here, she's just like, nah, I'm, I'm here to murder some fuckers. Because she sneaks in, starts pouring gasoline around, and then lights the place on fire. Which has all these barrels around that say flammable. Like you do. Yeah, like you do. <laughs> and uh, ends up fighting like the one Asian guy in the group who's clearly done... Uh, martial arts films before oh yeah absolutely I, because this I, is the yeah. one where they're like hey let's pull the camera back let's not cut away let's let them do some moves i recognize this guy from other fights I yeah don't, i don't know his name but yeah but they, but they fight uh, through like this garage on top of a car and they're but like he gets he, he gets a good one where he gets kicked into it and then like crashes in and spins off the car and yeah it's, they've got like the the uh the bare steel uh girders and stuff in it mm-hmm. you know like structural stuff and yeah he gets yeah. kicked into one and just does his like wall walk up and flip around and it's like I'm, yep. I'm ready to go it's, it's it's cool yeah and he eventually grabs uh there apparently there were just jumper cables hooked up to a battery and he tries to zap her and eventually she is able to obviously turn them they back on a, him one of those charger things you know two charge batteries yeah just always on yeah I don't know. but but as he's about to hit her he's got the spark spark thing so that you know they're live right yeah but uh, she's able to turn it back, and he zaps himself. And then uh, the brother is there. Yeah, the bro- Eugene's brother. I don't know that we knew that it was his brother, but yeah. I don't know prior to this that there was any... But, say that, but. but I do think that she shoots one of the dudes in the gang. When she shoots him, he was one of them who was there that killed her sister. Okay. I'm pretty sure that guy was... And and I think she has like this recognition that okay it's one of those guys, but yeah she she fucking caps this dude because there there is a point where she's like John wooing like jumping over a, a car and shooting a gun and all that stuff. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, yeah, the brother like they talk some shit. She's like, I just want Eugene, and he's like, Well, Eugene's not here. You got to deal with me. I'm his brother, and and she's just like she has a back of matches i think and then just finds there's another one of the flammable barrels i guess yeah. she's uh cut open and just you know kicks it so it leaves a trail and just tosses the lit match yeah, on she so tosses this... the match and is able to get out somehow uh he gets out too because he gets blown the fuck up <laughs> because they suddenly cut to like just an eruption coming out of this place yeah and then a and a body is in the middle of the fireball yeah, that you don't man. realize is, is being ejected from the fireball they launched a dummy out of that explosion it's, it's so good. great. Yeah. Yeah. It gets better, though, because <laughs> like, OK, so backing up a couple of scenes, like one one thing I want to bring up, because I mean, like, look, I'm not I'm not trying to do too much to make sense of all this, but they really don't establish how or where or when she gets her. Not that she has a ton of supplies, but she has some weapons and things that she takes into these battles with her. Like there's one battle where she goes in with a couple of smoke grenades. And like that's like yeah. one of the first times where I was like, oh, she's this is very Batman. And then until two seconds later, she picks up a guy's gun and is like, blam, blam, blam. I'm like, okay, not so Batman. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just saying it doesn't really get establishes. many supplies. But uh, I guess the average Army Navy surplus. in 1996, the average person wasn't coming across smoke grenades easily. No, yeah, but unless you read Soldier of Fortune magazine, I guess maybe she had a copy. I don't maybe. know. Yeah. Um, but yes, anyway, the 
I guess is the time for the final showdown re- reveal. Because, I mean, like, we see Eugene and company sitting there, and I think we're supposed to assume he's sitting talking to the man or whoever they keep talking about, you know, that that's yeah. behind yeah, all this. Cause, yeah, because that's right. You're, you're right. Her her friend getting blown up is retribution. Yeah. Because she immediately, she takes his car. Right. Like, he's like, we're broken up. And he's like, oh, my God, how can I help? Your friend just died. She's like, give me your keys. And just takes his car. Yeah, because yeah. she, she jumps to some sort of conclusion of like, I, I don't think we even mentioned that uh, sexy lawyer guy is friends with the assistant DA lady. Um, and because they've seen, they've been seen like kind of being friendly from time to time, like give, he, right. her giving her rides and stuff and then kind of like hugging. And he was like, she's an old she's school been... friend or something like that is what he yeah. explains to her. Mm-hmm. But we, the audience and uh, Cynthia Rothrock have been have suspicious yeah. of this relationship. So she has now jumped to the conclusion. She's like, the, the the friend when she's dying said, I followed you. I know, I guess she was basically like, I know about you being the vigilante and I was jealous, but not of him. I, of, you know, I wanted you, blah, blah, blah. Eh, she's dead. Mm-hmm. And then she immediately jumps to the conclusion uh, that she told him and therefore he told the DA lady and that's why they organized the hit on her at the car. I mean, she just jumps to like putting all that yeah. together immediately. She's like, don't talk to me. Give me your car. Leave me, leave me alone. And then, yeah, takes off for the bad guys. Now, right. the bad guys are sitting around having this meeting with a body turned to us, you know, where we just have the back of the head. Turned blocked, away from us. Yeah, yeah, turned away from us, back of the head. And I assumed that they were talking to Mr. Big or the, the man, whatever the hell he was called. Um, no, it's it's Eugene's brother. <laughs> like, it's his corpse. <laughs> but what's funny is, like, all of, either they reclothed him or he has just managed to burn literally... Nothing but his skin. Yeah. I mean, it's clearly just the actor with some bad makeup on, but yeah. Yeah. his hair. His hair's fine. Completely fine. Clothes, completely fine. Skin yeah. burnt to a fucking crisp. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's and wearing a Nomex suit. I don't know. Yeah. And, and he did. Oh, yeah. He's absolutely dead. He they're definitely just, dead. They're just, yeah. They're just Norman Bating with him here. Yeah. Um, but Eugene is just like, what are we going to say? What am I going to tell my dad? This is my fucking brother. Right. You guys got him killed because you were cowards. And he's yelling. and But it's just like there's just this charred body hanging out there just sitting in the, in the chair. Mm-hmm. Man, does anyone else want, anyone else want barbecue? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why. I just do. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, she comes in and she's like, oh, you're Eugene. I'm going to fight you. And at some point when she starts fight, because they have a little bit of a uh, fight where she's got like two just sticks. Yeah. And he's got nunchucks. And they fight for a little bit until, until the uh, the crooked cop guy comes in and shoots shoots the gun, so and she's yeah. like, "Wow, am I glad to see you?" And he's like, "You've been a problem." And, yeah, and I Eugene, really don't understand this because he's like, "Yeah, it's been me all along. You've been a problem, and that's why I had your sister and nephew killed." It's like, how is she a problem? You didn't really yeah. establish this. Like, <laughs> how is she ever a problem? You had the hots for her, and she kind of told you to fuck off and. Also, how did you know her other, other than passing before yeah. you were assigned to be the case for her dead and sister? And it's also like, the even if that was the case, like you killing them was what yeah. spurred her to become the hero. Right. Yeah. You, you've yeah. created your own villain. Yeah. Good Good job, Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so now she's like, oh, so you were behind it all. And then as as she's about to get shot, that's when... The boyfriend, yeah, sexy, in. sexy lawyer guy, yeah. comes in and 
manages to lose his shirt like nearly immediately. Oh yeah, the first I mean, guy that punches him just rips his shirt off. Yeah. yeah. Like when he stumbles into the scene, his shirt is like disheveled or mm-hmm. whatever, and you're like, Okay, well that's coming off. <laughs> oh, so you managed to get your shirt off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little so, something for the ladies in this. Yeah. One. He ends up having to fight Eugene. I I think she just ends up chasing him up to chasing the uh the crooked cop up to the roof, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We don't get a really a Rothrock hero fight. Oh, well, ender. we do get a fight with her, like somehow hopping on a net and acting like it's a spider web. Yeah. And that the was two cool. other guys climbing up on it and trying to fight her as if it's yeah. a spider web. And she totally wins. Yeah. And we get, we, do, I don't know if it's in this fight scene or if it's in the earlier warehouse fight scene, but we get our one sort of scorpion kick. This is yeah. also why it's very strange because we don't really get a feature scorpion kick no. out of Cynthia Rothrock, which is mm-hmm. like, that's her signature move. Mm-hmm. You gotta. Yeah, the fights are just different in this than what yeah. we're used to from her. And apparently, the the coordinator is somebody that she specifically recommended. Yeah. So that's it's strange. Yeah, it is. But anyway, she she does that for a little bit. Uh, he ends up beating up Eugene. Yeah, and eventually, <laughs> like, there's also a bartender back there who's just kind of like. Dealing with all this shit as it's happening. I like that he he counters the uh, the trope, so he gets punched into the bar, and you're like, I've seen a movie. The bartender is about to take a bottle and smash it over his head. I've right. seen a cowboy movie, yeah. but like he almost instinctively is like, I know that bottle's coming. Counter and just like knocks the bartender out on the on the, on yeah. the bar. But like he didn't do a good enough job because the bartender then comes up with a shotgun later. But it's yeah, yeah. Well, he also comes up with a with like a full Nelson at one point, and then later comes back up. The bartender is like, <laughs> yeah. Like a how did so? How did Eugene get stabbed or whatever before he got shot? Uh, the bottle, because oh, Eugene the bottle. Gets, that's Eugene right. Eugene gets knocked okay. over the bar and comes back over with two bottles. Like, <laughs> crash breaks the bottles and starts coming after. That's right. Sexy okay. lawyer. I'm a little disappointed. Like, I mean, there's a lot to be disappointed with in in sure. things in this movie, but. He stabs him with like a broken bottle that is broken just barely past the neck. Yeah. yeah. And right in his neck, that should have been blood fountain. I mean, that should well, have been. I mean, sure. they spray the wall behind out of him. The, yeah. I'm just saying. They that spray should, the wall behind him when he hits him. But, but no, should have that, been coming out of the neck of the bottle. Yes, that's yeah. what I mean. That should have been like an immediate like, oh, I just made a sprinkler like on your on your neck. <laughs> yeah. It probably yeah, should skeet, have, but motherfucker. <laughs> he doesn't have much time because he yeah. gets ventilated uh, like a second well, later. That's true. Because because right. the, the bartender comes up with a shotgun and a sexy hey, lawyer is like, oh, shit, and chucks Eugene in the way. Mm-hmm. And Eugene just gets fucking blasted. Sure does. Yep. Uh, R.I.P. Eugene. Um, but yeah, then somehow in the middle of all this, like, so Cynthia Rothrock is up on the, the roof trying to fight the. Dirty she detective. catches up to him and he's just talking more shit. Well, yeah, he like punches her from behind a crate and catches her and is about to like get the drop on her again somehow. And well, then, he's just got the gun on her talking oh. shit, and that's when boyfriend runs up on the roof. Yeah, he's, like, he's managed. Hey, to, what's happening? He's managed to put a shirt back on, mostly yeah. because he needs a squib. Then it's hard right. to hide on bare skin. But, yeah, yeah, because he gets one in the shoulder, and then that's enough for her to disarm the detective and kick him through the community police skylight that is yep. there. And, yeah, and he lands like on the pool table or the bar, one yeah, of them. And sure, he's dead. I mean, when you go through a skylight, you're unless there's a shark tank under there, you're probably not going to survive. Yeah, I mean, if there's a shark tank under there, you're probably not going to survive anyway. Well, I mean, you survive. You just you'll survive. You'll, you'll survive the landing. Yeah. You'll just <laughs> yeah. be a lot shorter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll survive a little bit longer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, from here, like they're like, okay, I guess we're boyfriend and girlfriend again, and. 
from here they cut to the assistant DA and Dan Thiemann. Mm-hmm. And the DA's like the DA check is just like, man. I know she's the vigilante. Yeah, they 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 pinched our guy, but did you know we found out who the vigilante is? And he's like, what? And she's like, yeah, it was Cynthia Rothrock. And the, and Dan Thiemann's like, no fucking way. And then she's like, well, we can't really go after her because everyone in Santa Marta and Santa Marta loves loves the vigilante. And it would be suicide for the campaign to go after her. So we'll just have to keep an eye on her in the future. Ha ha. In the sequel that will never happen. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it's clearly sequel bait and. And There's I just no want to point out, Dan Thiemann is, if you think about what the movies have tried to paint as a scumbag DA that's mm-hmm. running for, you know, elected office, mm-hmm. that's exactly what this guy looks like. Yeah. They cast him well. They did. He's very tan. He's very slimy. Oh, this this guy is definitely like done blackface in a in a fraternity thing yeah. somewhere. In the, oh, in the, yeah. In the, yeah, back in the day. Dan yeah. is definitely. Oh yeah, he's absolutely. Shit. Like I mean, for just, sure. He, like he stuck his dick in a pig's mouth or something. Whatever. Right. Like some shit you don't want to know about. He's in a secret society. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So they, Cynthia Rothrock and and lawyer Loverboy, are coming down the stairs with a box, and they have a little chat. I don't remember what the fuck was said because it wasn't important. And uh, then they, yeah, then they, they leave and yeah. oh no, they drop the box and uh, they it's drop a, the box, yeah. pick it up. They have some banter. They finish going downstairs, and Loverboy lawyer is like, uh, "Callback, yeah, is it hot in here frame. or is it just me?" And then they kiss and they freeze frame on this kiss for like six hours. Yeah, it's a reframe because she did the. Is it hot in here? Is it me? And then he's like, yeah. "It's you, smooch." And then, yeah. So yeah, movie's over. Yeah. Uh, we'll mention we didn't mention sound mix. It's Awful. terrible. Fucking atrocious. Fucking terrible. Like like unfinished, uncleaned up. Terrible. It's songs in the background mixed that like five decibels too high. Then then to top it off, then there's scenes where like the. What ends up being a, the completely unnecessary scene with the dirty detective and the gang members? One of his first moves is he walks in and shoots a Lincoln, which sets off a a car alarm for the That's whole right. fucking scene in the background. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> the whole fucking scene because his, his parting thing is to walk away and shoot the yeah, car and, sh- and and sh- and sh- kill the alarm. And it's like boom mic. It's not yeah. even like these guys are lav mic or anything. Like yep. you cannot hear yeah. half of what anyone is saying. Except throughout except for movie. one time when they were obviously lav mic in the stairwell scene where. He went to pick up the folders from her, brushed it up against her lav mic. Yeah. And it went. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, gee, I wonder where the mic's hiding. Yeah. Yeah. Singing yeah. in the rain. It just like <laughs> we, we all booed when the sound yeah. sound crew credits came up uh, at the end. Yeah. We're like, boo, boo. Oh, Pierre, you shouldn't have come. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. It's bad. It is. However. Time to rate the movie. It is, and I'm giving it four jocks because <laughs> it's fucking my level of bat shit. It doesn't quite push over the top because, like, a lot of the early stuff, like the editing, is very annoying. But this is a ride, man. This this movie's fucking weird in the ways that we yeah. like movies being weird and like not having a set tone. Just like being like, oh, you know what? This scene we're gonna have elephant sounds and dumb shit and guys doing that rock flop. You know, just yep. stupid. 
the rock salt. Why didn't I just think that's what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Is I'm that saying, what it's called? It is actually what it's called. Yes, the, the I was the, just saying that. No, it the, is the rock flop. The rock flop is specifically the movie takes. Did, I mean, you know, yep. he oversold the stunner. Blah blah blah. Is yeah. the big thing he did. Yep. But yeah, I mean, it's it's four jocks. It's almost there. Okay. It it's just so fucking weird and just like just the business sexual stuff, all that. It's just just wild, wild fucking movie. Not what I was expecting in any way when we were like, let's watch a Cynthia Rothrock movie, right? It does so much. I. This is the kind of movie that you watch with your friends. Like this is what this is what bad movies is, is all about. Um, yeah. I feel like we've watched a bunch of shit movies and a bunch of movies that are like, okay, this has this has action and it messes up a bunch, but this is the wacky shit that you come for. Like, this is. The kind of movie that if you want to get a bad movie night started at your house every Thursday or whatever, mm-hmm. put this one in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not the best. It's not as it's, immediately fun like Samurai Cop or something, but it is it out is there. It is a ride. You will not <laughs> stop talking about it with yeah. your friends for two yeah. weeks. Um, four jocks. Absolutely. Easy, easy call on that one. It's not quite there. You're right. Yeah. It's so close, but it's not quite. I got to be the slightly downer. I'm, I'm only going three. I... I get it. I like as I was watching it, I was like, I get it. I get this is everything that we should want, but it's also kind of painful to watch in a lot of scenes. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know. I mean, I I would be curious to go back and see. I'm sure we have it written down, like what I gave the room and stuff like that. Like, the room is one of those things. It's almost more fun to say you survived it than like to actually sit and watch it. In 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 some ways, I think we. I think about this a lot, actually, mm-hmm. every time I watch The Room, which okay. is far more often than anyone should. Okay. Um, but our first experience with that, we absolutely rated it correctly. Did we? Okay. Yeah, we were really hard on it. But it deserved it because it's bad. Yeah, like, I mean, I that was one of those cases I had no, literally no idea what I was getting into. Yeah, All I same. knew was that weird movie, that's it. Yeah, I, I, I think our expectations for The Room were very different than what the yeah. room is i had no idea and now that we is. have proper expectations whenever we watch it we're like yeah yeah what I the fuck so. yeah. well we also have you know a lot more experience a lot more experience and we we know what it is you know yeah. we know all of the stuff behind it like you said expectations but also we've seen it before so we know how to have fun with it and yeah. we know all the stupid things to look for um yeah it, it's weird to say oh, you need to see a movie twice but the room you have to see twice. Yeah, you know, there's like no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Yeah, there, there were there are multiple things in this movie that I just ended up like cackling about because, and they weren't even like necessarily was supposed to be funny. They were just like little what the fuckness. Yeah, the stuff them. that was supposed to be funny isn't. But yeah, yeah. I mean, there was no attempts at like one-liners when I mean. There was the one she that did the I used one. for the intro. Which which one? There's one where after she kills the dude with the car, uh-huh. she's like. Oops. That's it? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, but I mean, I, I, it's, it's more than like, okay, I suppose normally she would sure. just run away. I get it. I guess yeah. I just, to me, a one-liner has to be punny or yeah, something related to the around, kill. Or, yeah. You know, all that sort yeah. of shit. Like, I, like, like I, I did as soon as the guy got impaled, I was like, oh, the chair rests. Yeah. And I'm like, that <laughs> yep. works because yep. it's been put to rest by a chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, but... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I get it. I see all the ingredients of like what it is we're looking for, those diamonds in the rough. It's just, it sometimes is a little more rough than it is diamond. Yeah. 
So oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But yeah, a completely un- unexpected thing. I mean, I did not. Nobody expects Sworn to Justice when you press play on a Cynthia <laughs> Rothrock movie. Right. I mean, I wouldn't think. A surprise all around, to be sure. Speaking of surprises, uh, yeah. I think it's time to get to that announcement that I mentioned in, oh, yeah. in the beginning. So, um, this is probably something that you don't want to hear, but episode 600 is going to be the last episode of the BMF Cast Prime uh, yeah, we're wrapping podcast it up. show. We are looking at some ways to continue doing BMFcasty things with you guys. Uh, it's been what thirteen years? Fifteen. Fifteen years. It Jesus will be fifteen Christ, years so in March. Old. This is why my which kind of spurred that on a little bit. Yeah, because it was like it was right around six hundred. We delayed enough episodes lately that we would have hit six hundred right on the anniversary, but it's going to be a little bit after that. Yep. But um, uh, but yeah, we're. Where you can tell we've kind of slowed down over the past year, you know. I think we did a good job of making it through the pandemic years um, and through 15 years of life changes for all of us in, yeah. in many ways, shapes, and forms. It's and tough to do this every week for 15 years. Yeah. Which is why we started doing every other week, and now yeah. we're just kind and of it's like... it's tough to do it every other week still. Yeah. Um, we've outlasted... I don't know, like 487 other podcasts. Oh, my God. Well, I used to, you I, used to keep a list. There was it? a point I had one just so that we weren't overlapping movies with people. Yeah. And really, the only ones that are left are like Flophouse and We Hate Movies. Yeah. And, are the uh, only people that were around from like 2010 before you know, 2010. All, all of us esteemed people that have been, been mentioned in the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And plenty of them, like when they folded, those people came over here. You know, they're like, hey, you guys, all right, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we're. We we outlasted the other BMF cast, the cosplayers or whatever the hell they were. Oh, we did. (laughs) That was, they were only two episodes. I know, I'm joking. And they were dicks about it. We were like, hey, just so you know. We're already out here. We got this name. Yeah. Did not Um, care. But anyway. But. um, Fuck them. Weebs. They're gone. (laughs) So, if if you're a patron, um, first of all, I want to say thank you for all the support over the years. Uh, We have been surprised every month at the amount of support that you guys have given us. And we thank you so much for, uh, the patrons are a big reason that, uh, mm-hmm. that we're able to keep this show going on in, in a financial sense. Um, yeah. it relieved a big burden for us. So thank you so yeah. much. Allowed us to do, um, some interesting stuff, make some nice upgrades to put out a better product, uh, to make watching also, the movies easier. It also let us do like some of the shows that we were just randomly yeah. thinking about that there was no other place for them yes so it made sense to put them there yeah and uh patreon we're still figuring out what to do right. with it um you know everything is still there and we want it to remain there for for people that uh, you know have subscribed and want to still access all of it i know you and yens have made it through uh the 15th bond fu- film well, that's released. We have recorded up to um, oh, fuck. What was that one? The one with Doctor Christmas Jones. Oh, the world uh, is not the world enough. Is not enough. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we've made it. We've recorded up through the world is not enough. Jens and I are committed to finishing that out. We're still discussing what that release schedule looks like, but um, but we will definitely be recording them and making them available. So yeah, uh, I think I want to still hear them. Yeah, I want to still do them because yeah. we're almost done. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, and there's other stuff we've been considering. Yeah, I think we want to at least eventually release um, everything to the public, you mm-hmm. know, all of the, anything that's left in the archives that we haven't yeah. released. So all of our nudes and all of the nudes that you've sent us, God, we will also. Bonus BS was on there. There's so much stuff. Yeah. So a lot of it, I think, you know, it maybe a lot of it moves to lower tiers and that sort of thing. But, yeah. you know. But we're we're, we're still we're still figuring out what to do with out. it because we want to keep doing some things. That's the thing is like we don't want to just be like, all right, we're gone from the internet. Bye. Right. You know, the Discord is Discord is going to live on. Yeah, yeah. that's going to live permanently because that's that's like that's our little community. You know, mm-hmm. that's where we get to talk to you guys. I've been absent for like two weeks. Don't worry about me. I'm yeah. fine. Um, but yeah, that's our little you know our little community hub. Yeah, where we've gotten to know a bunch of you guys over the years, and so. You know, can't let that go. Yeah. And but. speaking of community, if you got something to tell us that uh, you want to be on one of the final episodes, uh, you should probably email it. Yeah. Or if, you've, call. if you've been that uh, silent person sitting in the, that's you in the corner. Uh, yeah. Then, uh, yeah. you know, now's the time to. Yeah. Which BMF. is also why we're not pulling a Walking Dead and just being like, it's episode 193. See ya. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if. Okay. So. We're kind of planning to do like a final mailbag episode. So, yeah. Uh, if you have something to say that you want to be read, send us an email, bmf at bmfcast.com. If you just want to send it to us and you don't want us to read it on the air, just Denote. Put, put that in the subject or in the uh, in the body of the email and, we'll and do we it won't anyway. read it. But um, <laughs> we'd like to we'd like to kind of read these out and react to them in a special mailbag episode. Also, we still have the Garfield phone, 9105-JOX-BMF, 9905569263. If you would rather do it in audio form, you can Mm -hmm. do that. Or if you want to do it in audio form and email us, that's fine too, however you want to do it. But um, if you've you've been lurking in the background and you want to get into the community, you know, you've heard us just talk about it, don't forget that you can email us and we'll hook you up with the Discord. We have to prevent a rogue influx of furry Nazis by keeping invites off. So yeah. uh, we, otherwise we, we would just post a bunch of invite links. Yeah, like, I, I, look, I know what, I know what the words mean separately, it's, but I know. it just sounds, it sounds delightful. Very conf- I, mean, I'm, I mean, I'm saying like, I know what a Nazi is. I'm just saying like a furry Nazi sounds like a good thing. It just sounds like. You didn't like, get any direct messages from this person. I yeah. understand. I'm saying, like, if you just <laughs> oh remove God. from a linguistic standpoint, sure, that yeah. sounds like okay. a friendly turn yeah. of phrase. Never say that again. But yeah. I, get, I, yeah. know, I know what you mean, but yes. never say it again, especially when it's being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. <coughs> yeah. If it takes more to talk yourself out of what you've just said. Right. Uh, let it rest. You're not wrong, but you're also. Let it rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, but yeah, so email us bmf at bmfcast.com and just say you can just write Discord invite and we'll we'll hit you back with an invite to it. Yeah. Uh, we just have to protect ourselves because it's stupid. There are a bunch the of internet fucking weirdos out there. So yeah. um, I think that's all we have to say about that. Yeah. We but, wanted to keep it kind of short. But thank you for listening. <laughs> for 15 years. For, yeah, for I think about 600 episodes, is it, it's too many. It's, it's just too many. <laughs> It's so many. Yeah. Plus, plus you and, and Chuck had like what two hundred something extra? Maybe yeah. I don't even remember how many it was. It's two hundred. What are we fucking supernatural over here? It's <laughs> yeah, for real. Like you had that. Uh, we had all like eighty episodes of the Doctor Who one. We're over a thousand episodes of total content. Yeah, no quarters. We had a ton of that. Uh, yeah, that 
we're canceling no quarters, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the last episode of no quarters is going to be the last episode. Yeah, that whenever, you heard whenever that no was. Quarters. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're canceling no quarters. Just just so you know. Yeah, just in case. Also, no pretense of cool is never coming back. Oh no. Yeah. That was very unceremoniously canceled. <laughs> Unlike no quarters, which got a proper send off. Yeah. Oh man. No pretense of cool is a great. So for title. once, we're going to do a proper send off for a show instead of it just fucking dying. Exactly. Yeah. So we're not pod fading. We're going to pod flame out here. Yeah. But uh, well, you know, we're still figuring everything out. Um, you know, as far as like the hosting for the site, how long we keep that up, how long we can afford it. Yeah, yeah uh, those sorts of things. So you know, that's that's where it stands. But if you want to say something to us, now's the time. Yep. <laughs> Because we'll vanish forever. We'll never listen. We're not on Twitter anymore. Yeah, we're going to close down the email. No, we're not. Well, we we don't. Nobody uses Twitter anymore. No, Um, definitely not. But yeah. We wanted to uh, we wanted to let you guys know as soon as uh, as soon as possible. So now we have. So now we are guilt free and are going to go rogue and buck wild for the next five episodes. Yep. It's all nude episodes. Yep. Coming up. Six. Tune in. Yeah, we got. We're going full Roth Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a tentative schedule, but that that may change a little bit. But yep. we're, we're we wanted to get Roth Rock in. Roth Rock's, uh This was a uh, we're do we're, we're visiting some old favorites. We are visit. Yes. Yeah. Paying some visits to yes, uh, the old murderers row. Yeah. Which is our favorite row. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. So on that note. I've already told you how to get a hold of us, so yeah. do it. It's yep. bmfcast.com. If you don't know by now, you may never, never know. Yeah, at this point. Yes. So well, let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And this is Bamfcast out. <laughs>